everybody. Be sure to stay tuned until the very end of the episode because there's going to be an add-on at the very end to a particular topic that Brett and I cover in this episode. He got back in touch with me. He gave me the answer. And at the very end of the episode, I'm going to share it with all of you. All righty, Brett. I'm in. All right, you're in, dude. Welcome back to the podcast, man. Thank you, brother. How have you been? I have been uh, I've been good. I've been good. Last time we talked was January, so almost a year ago. Right, after Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, we talked about, uh, yeah, we definitely talked about Genesis, and uh, you couldn't obviously tell me much about Dark Fate, uh, obviously, having seen the film, uh, very understandably so. Um, and, uh, but we also talked about some other things. So before we get into, I guess, the Dark Fate stuff, um, just in these, uh, intervening months, how have, uh, how have you been? Like, how have, how have you handled the, the lead up to the film? Oh yeah. I mean, I was trying to just stay busy with, with other acting gigs. Um, but anticipating this one coming out was even harder with the, uh, anticipation than with Genesis because just how, uh, great I knew that this film was with Tim Miller and James Cameron being a part of it and Linda coming back and I was uh, I was so excited to see this one even though my part was so much smaller um, <laughs> <laughs> so much smaller right um, but yeah I just I, I knew the storyline but I didn't know there was a lot of the, the film that I didn't know because uh, they were very secretive about certain scenes and certain scripts. And so I only knew a, a gist of the whole movie versus, you know, all the dialogue. So I really wanted to see it just because I wanted to, you know, I'm a fan and I wanted to be. Oh, are you still there? Because you cut off after you said that you were still a fan. Brett? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, there we go. Okay, I got hello? you back. Oh, I see what it's doing. If my phone hibernates, then you, your app turns off. Huh. See, sometimes I notice that it's like uh, if you have like on a power saving mode or something. No, I got it now. I'm plugged in. We're good. Okay, perfect. Um, so you said that you were still a fan and then that's where you had Ooh. cut off. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I wanted to be in the audience. I wanted to, to watch the film as... Everyone else did, knowing almost nothing, um, knowing a, a little bit more than the average fan. But uh, I was really looking forward to the the specific dialogue that I didn't know from just from filming. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So um, there. I mean, there's obviously a lot to talk about. Even though, like you said, your 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 role was very limited, but arguably you're um, you're in the most crucial moment of the film, which is at the very beginning, uh, yeah. which is, which is, which is, I, it's, it's okay. So before I get into what I thought about the it's film, because it's a very controversial scene. Yes. From what I've noticed from the fans, it's very a controversial. Um, some people hate it. Some people love it. <laughs> I when I got this so spoiler alert 
<laughs> hashtag I kill John Connor. <laughs> um, but when, I, when I got the script and I read that, I remember I was, I was on a Skype interview with Tim Miller and he told me what the scene was and I went, I can't do that. And just thinking like, I can't, John Connor can't die. I can't do that. And he goes, don't think of it that way. Think of it as you get to do that. You get to kill John Connor. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I finished the Terminator like saga just right there. I am honored. This is incredible. No, it's fantastic. You got to say it like, it's fantastic. (laughs) Incredible. So, so yeah, so you, so you said that you got the, the Skype call and that uh, uh, was there because I don't, I don't remember that we talked about this because we did focus a lot on Genesis because that was um, your first time on the podcast and I wanted to really kind of get your history. So was there any kind of uh, audition for this one or did they just kind of be like, we need Brett back? No, it was, they called and, and they were like, we want to bring Brett back as he in shape. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm in shape. And then Tim Skyped me when I was at the gym in the locker room shirtless. He calls and I pick up and I go, oh, and he goes, okay, so we're on that level now. I was like, well, you want me for my body. So here it is. And he was, he was really cool about it. He was a, Tim's an awesome guy. Um, as a director, as a big time director, um, working for him, you're always like, you want to be polite. And so I was like, thank you so much. And he's like, dude, you're thanking me too much. Just tell me to fuck off and do your job. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so he was super cool. Just just your normal dude. And um, he even, so he uh, he directed Deadpool 2, right? I mean, Deadpool. And he walked away from Deadpool 2. But when we were in Madrid filming, Deadpool 2 came out in theaters so he took us all to see it with him and like hate watch it, but it actually we all actually enjoyed it. It was a good time. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> so so okay. So you got that call. So now, well, what's what, what's kind of funny is that this this role, uh, unless I'm not aware of something, you actually didn't need your like your body body. You know what I mean? Compared to the yeah, Genesis. Yeah, I, th- and I didn't know that going into it. I didn't know that I was never going to be shirtless or anything because um, they didn't describe much about it. They just were like, yeah, we need we need to bring back Brett for the T-800 body. And so I thought it was going to be another shirtless or naked gig, but it wasn't. It was fully clothed, and my biceps were popping, that's for sure. I had a good bicep vein going, holding that sawed-off shotgun. Yeah, dude, I got to tell you, when I was – because I, leading up to the film, I, I, I kind of did what you did. Uh, I saw the first initial trailer because I wanted something, right? But um, I avoided all subsequent trailers. I avoided any kind of uh, articles online. And I just wanted to go in blind. And I'm thankful that I did because apparently um, people that, you know, were really heavily involved in the lead up to the film, like, uh, supposedly this had kind of come out early that uh, John Connor is offed uh, pretty early in the film. Um, I was naive to it, so, but I'm happy that I was because just sitting in that theater and, um, you know, obviously the way it 
kind of flashes back to 1998 where they're in Guatemala and uh, doing the de-aging, which is pretty impressive. I mean, there, it's still the uncanny valley for me, but I mean, I was like, wow, they actually kind of nailed uh, Linda and Eddie Furlong from yeah. like the T2 era. Yeah, it was, um, it was impressive. Their CGI was awesome. Yeah, like, like definitely a step up from like even Genesis, which is just four yeah. years ago. But you got to expect that with James Cameron, because I mean, his CGI, like Avatar and all that is amazing. When he's very part true. of it. Yeah. Very true. Uh, very true. Um, uh, and, and just I, like I had no idea where it was going. I was like, OK, are we going to be are we going to be joining them for, I don't know, like a few scenes of just ca- like catching us up of like where John is in the story and then. You know, all of a sudden, just in the background, you kind of just see like a figure walking up and, you know, the, the music doesn't kick in just yet, but then it kicks in and it's not like, it's not like that, like happy go lucky music. It's the, you know, like the threatening Terminator vibe. It's, it's just, it's really powerful. And then um, instantly I knew that was you instantly. The second I saw that it was, that it was, you know, Arnold I was like all right this is what Brett was talking about this is what he was talking about and uh yeah I it it, it, for a second I was like this isn't happening this is like going to be some kind of she's like having a nightmare or something and but no it it turns out that it is what happens and it they kill John Connor in the first minute supposedly that was Cameron's idea do you do you have any knowledge of that I, I don't have firsthand knowledge of that. I've, I've read that. Um, I was just given the script. I don't know who wrote that part specifically. Okay. Was there, was there anything like more extended with that scene? Like, was there any kind of dialogue that you had or? No, it actually, um, uh, doing that scene was special to me only because when we were going through the fight scene of it, and choreographing it linda was watching the whole thing and she was very specific about how she wanted young sarah to react because before it was like she just jumped on my back and like would punch his head or something and so she's like no no no, no. you can't do that like sarah's smart sarah's going to try to move that gun she'll do anything she can to move that gun so we're in the middle of rehearsing and linda clicks into sarah connor mode and she runs up and jumps on my back and punches my arm and elbows my face and scratches my cheek. And I'm just taking it like, holy shit, she's beating me up. And then she she stops. She's like, it's got to be like that. And then she clicks out of Sarah Connor and she goes, oh, my God, Brett, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, you're good. They CGI my face. Do whatever you want. <laughs> and it, that was my favorite part of that whole scene. But then, yeah. Um, and Maddie, um, who was the body of the young Sarah Connor, who was a Sarah Connor stunt double. Um, she's a crossfitter and a gymnast. And so that hair pull and the flip, that was all her. It was incredible how she flipped through the air like that. We did that take after take after take. And then I think a few weeks later, I, I found out or she found out and she messaged me. She was so apparently I was pregnant for three weeks when we were doing all that. And I was like, no way. And so she's got officially has a Terminator baby. 
<laughs> the baby survived that scene of her doing that flip onto the ground over oh. and over and over again. Yeah, because, yeah, so that was, uh, when exactly was that filmed? Do you remember? Last summer. Um, Last summer? August? July, okay. June, July, August. Yeah, it was last summer. So she just recently had the baby. Yeah. Pretty um, recently. Yeah, a few months ago. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That scene or, or that moment in the scene where uh, it almost looks like, was there any kind of um, uh, discussion of how like intense the pulling back of her like head should be? Because it almost looks like you snap her neck. <laughs> No, it was, yeah, it was just, um, they, my mission wasn't her, you know? So they, they were like, you don't care about her. She's nothing to you. That's, that's how they wanted to play it off. Like, you're not going to spend any extra time with her. Just remove her from the, from the situation. So that's what it turned into. It's just a slow pull, look at her face to pretend to do like an analyze, like don't recognize anything about her and, and toss her off kind of thing like your your primary target is right in front of you that's all you're concerned with yeah and that was uh that was jude coley right 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 okay um yeah dude it is super intense moment just but it is controversial it is uh uh it's definitely divided fans it's sort of you know what i mean yeah i've seen it on the message boards man (laughs) i just want to be like you guys can hate me but i love this (laughs) no look i mean um i'm one of the defenders of it uh my only my only issue with that particular scene and uh i want to see if you agree with it or not is is how quickly it's done um because we're, we're, we're reintroduced to the characters that we've spent the greatest action film of all time with in Terminator 2. Like, we spent all that time with them. And Dark Fate is going to be the direct sequel to that film. And it, it picks up three years after the events of T2. And in such a quick fashion, it's all done in, you know, maybe a minute and a half or yeah. two. I'm actually... Um, Personally, I'm glad that they did it like that. It's kind of like a no bullshit approach. Um, and I understand that there's a, like a generation of people who didn't grow up with T2, so don't know the backstory. But that just means they get to go watch T2, you know, and then and then go watch Dark Fate right after. You don't need, I, I didn't think they needed the, any build up or anything. It's it's It sets the pace for the movie. It's that flat out shock and awe like drop your jaw holy shit that just happened just in your face moment that i love about it yeah i definitely i definitely see where they were going with it like like i totally get it and uh i i'm pretty sure that was cameron's idea like i'm pretty sure i remember hearing him or like in some kind of an interview where he said that uh you know, one of my biggest contributions was that I wanted to off John Connor in the first minute. Um, and, uh, that pretty much unanimously in the writer's room, it was, okay, let's do this. You know, it's, it's something that probably needs to happen. And 
I'm a defender of it. Like I'm a defender of getting rid of John Connor because I think that's been one of the biggest issues with the franchise. It's just like, it, why is it always John? Like, like there has to be something else here. And I commend them for that. I like, I really do commend everybody, including you because you obviously brought it to life for doing that. And, uh, uh, and, and with that, like if they, I was thinking about it too. Like if they like, came into the future where Linda was 70 years old and John's what 40 and like working a full-time job. Like, no, you don't want to see John just doing daily life shit. Like he's either a badass or he gets killed off. I, I think that's fantastic. Because <laughs> with judgment day, if they saved everything, if nothing's gone wrong in so many years, what is John Connor doing? He's nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to see him just being a average Joe. So yeah, kill him off and and hit the audience hard in the face. Just give him a fucking broken nose right from the start and <laughs> and let him deal with it. Um, yeah. It wakes you up. It definitely. I mean, you're on the edge of your seat right away. So there's, there's really, for to me, there's no better way of telling that story. Just do it straight up, no bullshit, and and get the ball rolling. Yeah, dude, it, it, it definitely did. And uh, um, what like like when you said like seeing John do some like day to day stuff, that obviously makes me think of Terminator Three, where he's like doing like construction work, like trying to hide under the radar. Um, there is, yeah, there is sort of a, you know, what you said. It's it's John Connor is this Messiah figure. So uh, either he is that figure, or he serves no purpose to the story and and you come to realize that you know you because of the events of terminator 2 and them blowing up cyberdyne they literally changed everything and right. and subsequently uh by doing so uh set out a future where john is not necessary anymore and i like that approach i really did and uh but yeah, the fans are definitely divided. But um, what what was your involvement? Was there anything else in the film that you were involved with, like that we didn't necessarily know about, or was it just that one scene? It was just that one flashback. Wow. Yeah. So again, very limited compared to Genesis, but so much more impact. So much. It was so much more special to me, especially with with Linda being a part of it. And when I went, when they flew me out to Spain and I, I met her for the first time, I walked up to her and I just said, pull-ups. And she smiled, gave me a big hug and a big kiss on the lips. And I was like, yep, I'm done. We're good. <laughs> well, there's that video, there's that video you just shared that you were like holding on to for, like you said, a year and a half or something. Yeah, yeah that's, that's when we were filming in uh, Almeria. Okay. Um, her and I, she 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 was dieting hard, you know, to be Sarah Connor in shape, Sarah Connor. So she was like miserable half the time, and then really happy once she ate something. So that was right after we ate, and so we were both in a good mood. <laughs> no, she was she was incredible. Was uh so 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 Linda was there? Was Arnold on set that day? No, he wasn't in in Spain at all. He started in Budapest when they went to Hungary. Okay. And, but like, cause obviously you've, you've maintained a relationship with him. Have you heard any kind of feedback 
in uh, regards to that particular moment from from Arnold. From Arnold, um, I only heard, I talked to his uh, his stand-in um, the other day because we were talking about the premiere being canceled in L.A. And he was like, "Yeah, I've, I've watched it a few times." And he's like, "Actually, the CGI looked a lot more like you than I thought it would." And I was like, "Oh, that's great!" Like, I'm looking forward to that one. So he was talking about uh, uh, like the actual, um, yeah, the actual um, technical of it. But yeah, I, n- I never talked to Arnold about the storyline about the effect of the scene. Um, just never came up. The last time I was hanging out with him was um, right before we started filming. I went out to L.A. And he was doing a charity strongman event in Santa Monica. And he invited me out to be part of the, the backstage crew. And it was awesome. It was incredible to be there with him and all those guys. Yes, yeah. I, I think I remember seeing that on your social media as well. You kind of like hopped in and did a, like a quick photo op with him. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he took me out to breakfast the next that, that morning and uh, telling stories. It was him and Ralph Moeller. Um, they were just telling story. I was in heaven, but I was shocked because we were getting <laughs> breakfast, and I ordered like eggs and steak, like typical bodybuilder meathead. And he and Ralph order oatmeal and raisins and nuts. And I was like, "Where's your, where's your protein, bro?" And I totally forgot that he went like vegetarian, vegan. Yeah, because uh, he has that new documentary out, The Game Changers. Right. Right. And it was just weird to see Arnold not eating any, you know, just eating grains and fruits. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't claim to know anything about anything that you're talking about, but um, I do know that that is something that is like happening now. So uh, just to kind of quickly veer off to that, like, uh, is that something that you're following suit with or is that something that you're just like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I eat red meat and salmon every day. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get it. Like, 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 like you don't understand it. Oh, I do understand it. It's just, I'm not swayed by that yet. I'm, I'm happy with my protein. Okay. With my animal products. And um, but like, but, but like, what is the mentality of going that way? Like, what is like, what's the, why is someone like Arnold so, so dead set on it now? Well, for him, I think it's more about his heart issues. Cause remember back in February, January, he had another operation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was a scare cause we didn't know if he was going to be good to film that summer. Um, cause he had like complications and everything. And he, uh, I remember he put out that first Instagram video saying he was okay and he wasn't looking hot. Um, but he's, I mean, he's Arnold. He was, he was on bed rest and he was still walking around the hospital room. He was supposed to go home and stay indoors and he's walking down his street every day. Like, there's no way you can stop the man. So he healed in record timing was able to film full on and, Ever since then, I mean, he's gotten better and better. So that's really something for uh, not necessarily someone like you. Like, you wouldn't benefit from that kind of approach to, to is it bodybuilding know. or is it just the way you eat? It's, it's the, the nutrition. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, I can't, I can't keep up my, my proteins. I'm not <laughs> mentally there. Yeah, I got to imagine that it would be uh, something that you can't just easily give up that that easily. Because I mean, you got to have a, a, a more of a purpose for it. For him, it's personal. It, it wouldn't be personal for me, and I need to. I would need to have that personal reason. To yeah, or anything like that. Uh, that's interesting. I still got to see that uh, that documentary because it's him and Cameron came back, and what Jackie Chan's got right. got, got involved in that. Yeah, I got to check that out. Um, so we know that dark fate's out now in the, in the, in the ether and, uh, it's, it's, fully out. it's fully out in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's out there and people can check it out. And, uh, I saw it twice. I've seen it twice now. Um, Good on you. yeah, dude. But like, like what's crazy to me and, uh, uh, I wanted to get, you know, your opinion on it is, I mean, even though this film brought back Linda and James who were really absent from the franchise. And of course you brought Arnold back and uh, you got Tim Miller. Um, everything seemed like it was like really going in a, like a direction of like, all right, we're, we're, we're setting the franchise back up. And like the, the like the most recent reports for the film say that it's going to like lose money. It's not going to perform well at the box office and that, there's really no. no more plans for the like for the films. Oh, for for more sequels of it? Yeah, that I don't know about. Um, I, I, yeah, I have no idea. I'm I'm concerned with this one and this one only as of now. Um, I wasn't privy to any future plans of the of the sequence. Um, oh. But like, does that, but cause like, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm sure they could find a way to, 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 to utilize you again in a, in another film. So does that, like, is that something that you're following the, the kind of box office success of the film? Oh, of course I'm, I'm following the, the success of the film and, and yes, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and my prayers daily to, to be a part of anything, not just a Terminator film, but anything that Tim Miller is doing, that James Cameron is doing. But, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's special. I, I, I feel so honored every time I get a role that's part of a big project like that. And I, I can only hope that there's something else coming in, in that direction, but you don't know where, where Arnold is at with the next film. You don't know. The, the way they ended it, it's it looks like Linda will continue with um, Natalie with with the Danny character, but you don't. I have no clue. I've I haven't been given any whisper of a sequel to it. Okay, but I got to imagine that because you were involved with the film and and. Uh, uh, why why is it do you think that that even though everybody was brought back all these like original cast members that do you, do do you think like the franchise has run its course now or do you think that there is still more potential for it Me personally I think that Arnold has to be a part of it I don't think Terminator can exist 
without Arnold. So that'd be the biggest barrier for me to get over. If they tried to do something not including Arnold, then I, I don't know if I could visualize that. But if there's something in the works and, and Arnold's a part of it, then I'm all for it. Yeah, like sort of the uh, um, the salvation approach, like the Terminator salvation, right? I didn't, I didn't even watch the whole thing, man. Oh, you didn't even watch it? I didn't even watch it in its entirety. I was just... <laughs> I mean, you know, in hindsight, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely the most unique one because it is all in the future war. And uh, they, they do include a... Uh, uh, and like an Arnold appearance in there, obviously. And uh, I think it was Roland Kickinger mm-hmm. was the was the stand-in for him. You are um, cool. Yeah. And uh, that just goes to show you, right, that a movie that was written without Arnold had to find a way to put Arnold in it because they felt like without Arnold, you, you really don't have the franchise. Yeah. The Terminator name is... is, is Anonymous. Exactly. With Arnold. So, I mean, it, I'm surprised it's, it, it, that, it's, that it's supposedly underperforming. And what's crazy to me is I was, like, watching the box office numbers, and I was like, okay, it made $125 million or something like that, uh, like, for the weekend. And I was like, all right, that sounds pretty good to me. But um, uh, apparently I don't know exactly what I'm talking about because, yeah, like, Hollywood Reporter and everybody, they're saying that it's, like, not looking well and i'm like uh, uh, like what else can we do i mean they brought back (laughs) like who else do you need to bring back to to reignite this thing or do you just have to reboot it entirely and and start completely fresh no more sequels it's it's literally like a remake like do you think that's a good idea or no (laughs) no no No. it's if it's if it comes to a point where you got to do a remake let it die. Um, I, I can't do it without Arnold. It's like um, like when they did Predator, you know, when they remade Predator. Are, yeah, are, that was a good idea, but are you, it's like Arnold. Are you talking about the, the Shane Black one that just came out? The latest one, yeah. Okay. See, I didn't even like, see yeah. that. I mean, Predator. the Predator character was badass, and the Super Predator was a great idea, but they had to make you know the the story more i don't know it wasn't arnold you can't i, I can't do it i'm a traditionalist when it comes to that. <laughs> it's arnold or nothing or ryan reynolds or ryan reynolds. <laughs> ryan reynolds i love that guy man i did <laughs> i just did a, another commercial with him and um a few weeks ago and it was hilarious i can't say what it is but it was good to see him again um he was asking me how everything went because I filmed one commercial for a uh, phone app with him. And then the next day flew to Spain to, to film Terminator. And uh, so he, he's like, yes, yeah, so how'd it go? Tell me about this. Tell me about that. I was like, this is so cool that I get to have these conversations with these iconic actors and, and celebrities. And Now, now this, uh, thing that you did with ryan it, it kind of looks like you're uh doing the same character that you did for that first commercial you no, did, right that was, that was all me i when i posted that and i said uh, ryan and sergey reunite I, that uh-huh. was just that was just joking 
but it was a, uh, it's a totally different, it's, it's Ryan is a, is himself and I'm just this thug character. I'm, I'm not Sergey. I thought it'd be funny if he called me Sergey in the commercial and he did too, but it wasn't part of the program. It was a totally different product, totally different production company. Okay. They just hire me again to work with him again. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, so you're really like, you're like, you're, you're making the connections and, and uh, I'm sure that when you wrapped on Terminator, you were like, you know, talking to Tim and being like, you know, whatever you need me to do, I will be there. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. And uh, he was cool. We've, we've kept in touch. He gave me his email. He was really, he was, he was awesome. Um, I was, I was bummed that I didn't make it out or I was, I was bummed about the, the cancellation of the premiere because it would have been great to see all those guys again, but they're, they're still rocking the tour right now. They're out in Japan. Okay. Um, so the, the, yeah, the premiere was canceled because of the fires, uh, that were happening in California, but they didn't like, uh, like make any attempts to like reschedule it or they, it was just canceled. It was just canceled. Yeah. Cause their, their press tour has been, is so locked in that they can't change their plans around that. Okay. And I'm honestly surprised that, uh, part of the tour doesn't include, uh, you, Jude, and uh, forgive me, uh, who, uh, who was Maddie, Sarah? Maddie, uh, Kra- uh, Klaus, Klaus, Kraus, Klaus. Yeah. I forget her last name, but I'm honestly surprised that they didn't like include you in that because, again, you are in arguably the most pivotal pivotal scene in the entire film. <laughs> yeah, I think that comes down to to production. Uh, because the the titles they get with Genesis, they actually had me under the cast list, and with this contract, just I guess it's because the screen time is very small, um, considerably. But they also had us all as stunt doubles, so I was on the end credits listed as T eight hundred slash Carl age thirty three stunt double, whereas in Genesis I was young T eight hundred young guardian cast gotcha Gotcha. that makes a big difference on who they consider primary cast okay if my face if it was my face i would have been there you know but it's a computer arnold face still we haven't haven't gotten over that hump yet (laughs) did they uh did they film any kind of um that you know of any kind of, cause they did it for Genesis. Was there any kind of behind the scenes for that scene? I, I don't know. I, I assume so. I assume that there was, uh, Linda has been interviewed about it. Um, but it, it didn't involve me at all. Okay. Cause dude, I would love to just, uh, see you again. Like in that, like, like, were you wearing the similar clothes or like, what was your outfit? Yeah, I was, I, no, I, I wore those clothes that you saw on the film. And all the only difference was I had a uh, a mocap, a motion capture, uh, little um, headpiece. That was it. It was just like a skull cap. It wasn't like big makeup or anything like last time. So last um, time you had makeup as well. Yeah, last time it was they drew dots on my face every day because okay. um, it was a different form of CGI, um, where they took like three D body scans and it was a lot more involved. 
but this time it was just a simple mocap, and I, which is weird because I, I thought it looked better, the CGI itself. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, again, like f just four years difference. I mean, it, and it just goes to show you what four years can do. So four years from now, what like yeah. what is it going to look like? Uh, I have pictures of uh, of wearing the the mocap when I was with Linda, so I'll send you those. Dude, definitely. Please, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, so I mean, that is probably one of the reasons why Cameron, speaking of him, just uh, is, is so, because it hit me, I think I was just doing something the other day, and I was like thinking about James Cameron, and I was like, this guy has not made a, like one of his own films, like he hasn't directed a film at all in the, in the 2010s. His last movie was 2009. And we're not going to get another Cameron film until 2021. Um, and He's been so, so focused on uh, Avatar sequel from what I've heard. Yeah. That's his driving source right now. He, he, that's why he had Tim direct this one completely. Do you think that if uh, Avatar wasn't in the picture, do you think Cameron would have been the director of this? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a good guess. I mean, yeah, I don't see why not, but I can't imagine there not being, not him not working on the Avatar sequel just because it's been so long that he's been in the, in it. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. It, ah, man, it's just killing me because I'm just like, I need another Cameron film in my life. But like, that's what I'm getting at with the, in four years, who knows? So he knows that, you know, we need to wait out just a little bit longer because you know what I want to do isn't up to par just yet, um, and uh, yeah, just comparing Genesis to Dark Fate and 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 looking at the 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 young Arnold scenes, we can call those. Um, yeah, there's a big difference. There's a big difference, even though it's more limited. It there's a big difference just in the quality of what was done. Because uh, Linda's face, you're right when you said Linda's face, like that was so spot on. You, you, you couldn't really tell. You really couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. The only, like, the only thing is that, uh, and I have a feeling I'm kind of like in my own minority here because the, the casual audience member isn't as invested as someone like me is. So, um, they might look at that and go, wow. Okay. So this is footage that I've never seen before. And <laughs> it's just, you know, it, they're including it in this film now. But me knowing that, you know, this is all entirely new for this film, you know, there's that part of my brain that goes, okay, this, as impressive as it is, this never happened. So this is obviously being, you know, filmed for this film. Like, right. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. That, there's that uncanny valley thing. But yeah, it's, it, it definitely took me by surprise when, the, when that happened. And um, what did you, because I'm curious. Uh, are you contractually obligated to speak highly of the film, even after the film has come out? Like, is there something in the contract where you, like, you can't necessarily speak negatively? Because I want to ask you, what is your honest opinion of the film? Oh, my honest opinion is not negative whatsoever. Okay. I, I don't know if that I couldn't talk about it until it was out. Um, but I fucking loved it honestly and i i saw like i appreciate it on a different level not just storyline um 
I loved I loved the concept of Arnold's character. Like it made so much sense to me that that whole plot where I kill John Connor, therefore I have no more uh, purpose. So and you can't go back in time. You're not going anywhere. So he, you know, learns. He's he's a learning machine. So he learns to become more human and learns human emotion. And the one thing, there's one thing that I don't understand yet, and I have to email Tim to ask him about it. Is Arnold sitting in his cabin when Linda and everyone is there, and he has a dog on his lap and he's petting a dog. And I, I want to know why the dog's not barking. Because <laughs> the dog always barks at a Terminator, right? I didn't even think about that. That's the one thing that threw me off. I was like, wait, he can't have a dog. The dog goes nuts around Terminators. That's how they know. Huh. So I'm, I'm trying to like piece that one together of like, has he become so empathetic towards humanity that even a dog will recognize him as no longer a threat? I thought it had just had to do with like the the mechanical system that the dog freaks out about. I don't I don't know. That's the one thing I'm not sure about. <laughs> I mean, I so, you're, for that. so you're gonna email Tim and you're gonna get the definitive answer. Yeah, I need the insider information on that one part because everything else made sense to me except that. That is crazy that I did not notice that. So thank you for bringing that to my attention because I'm kind of slapping <laughs> myself now. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense like yeah because that dog was just yeah he was letting him pet it and <laughs> huh yeah that's strange because you know one of the things that i wasn't able to avoid was uh some some like pictures and um pictures of that scene came out early like for behind the scenes or whatever and uh you, like we saw Arnold kind of just sitting there holding the beer in the, in the red flannel looking thing. And, right. um, and the dog was there and I don't know that I necessarily picked up on it cause I clearly didn't, but I was 100% rooting for Arnold to be a human in this film, not even a Terminator to, to just be the human prototype. Um, oh, that would have been a fun idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and when I saw those, yeah, when I saw those photos, I was thinking, all right, this is, aw- I mean, clearly, I mean, look at this. I mean, even a Terminator wouldn't do something like this where, you know, he's sitting and he's petting and, and, and everything. I'm thinking, all right, he is definitely the human prototype. And we're going to see the, like, really like the beginnings of the T-800. And uh, turns out it wasn't exactly that. But I mean, that is something I'm very happy they did where it shows you what a Terminator does after the the mission is accomplished because they can't self terminate that's set at the end of T2. Right. Um, like, he, like he can't just kill himself. So uh, I really enjoyed that approach. Um, the drape thing, him, <laughs> the drapes. The, 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 go ahead. <laughs> there was that one part that it was, it was the cheesiest part of the whole movie, but I loved it dearly was when he was talking about he had this yeah i had the client who wanted (laughs) plain drapes in a baby's room you can't have plain drapes in a baby's room it's got to have bubbles of butterflies (laughs) i cracked up so hard no one else did in the entire theater but that it was so cheesy but i loved it oh man those drapes dude uh like that has to be 
that like that has to be a uh like 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 a cover-up right like he's not like that's like that's his thing right he's he's this infiltration unit so he goes for the least conspicuous thing like is that the thinking of that I have no, I have no idea where they came up with that one. I, it, it almost feels like a Tim Miller Deadpool comedy moment. Like that got me so hard. And the other one, um, when I was thinking about the scene where Arnold's introducing his family to to Sarah Connor and everyone, yeah. And I was meaning like a wife. Like, how does she not know? Like, doesn't she realize that he weighs like a ton? And then the fact that I didn't know she was going to say it in her mind. So she was like, uh, does she notice that you weigh 400 pounds? <laughs> and he was like, it's, it's, it's not physical. And I was like, okay. Like they were covering all the steps. Like everything had its, its, its answer. All my questions had the answers. And I, I was so happy with it. And then that fucking dog came in and I was like, why is he not barking? <laughs> well, uh, see, I don't know what Tim's going to say, obviously, but uh, if I had to, like, if you were to put me on the spot right now and say, explain how the dog isn't barking, um, I might go the route you went where it's just the dog has learned that, uh, you know, it's that it's no longer a threat. So at the beginning, when he maybe first got the dog, the dog was definitely barking up a storm and through, you know, whatever training technique or, or, or something, Carl was able to convince that dog that you can trust me and uh we just never saw that like that's a deleted yeah. scene you know um that has to be the way i think about it too and until i get a final answer <laughs> see it's a shame they didn't utilize you for that like they could have had another young arnold scene where <laughs> you're, you're doing the dog like 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 you're like you're training the dog <laughs> and you would have had the answer yeah oh man you know, I, my honest opinion is that it's what you said when I reached back out to you and wanted to get you back on here. You were like, you're going to freak. And this is the best since Terminator 2. I 100% agree that it's the best since Terminator 2. Um, but I don't consider it canon. I don't consider it canon. And I'm not going to talk your ear off about why I don't. But uh, it, for me, it's just it's so... Uh, tricky to kind of capture that lightning in a bottle which is terminator 2 again right um and uh i commend everybody and you as well because you were involved in the production uh it is the best sequel which is why i'm so surprised that it's supposedly not going to have a future that it seems like terminator might be dead for a while and uh i mean maybe that's for the best but i i i walked out of the theater going okay i don't I don't know if that was the true continuation, but that was a really good movie just in general. Like that was a, that, that was a fun ride. And uh, I can't wait to get, you know, who, like whoever I talked on, cause I had Claudia on who was uh, Maria under the bridge when Grace arrived. Um, and I, and I love that scene. Like, like everything Mackenzie Davis did uh, is insane in that film. Like, her like like from her spinning that chain every time she, she trained so hard man that was one thing that was really cool for me was we were in when we were in spain and i was doing my uh choreography they were all there training and doing their fight training and their weapons training 
and it was all in the same gym. So I was working out and watching them, watching Mackenzie flip around the, the ropes and, and Gabriel doing his, his – they had him doing like full-on MMA, like jiu-jitsu, and it was just – it was awesome. And then like they – Gabriel and I got to work out together. That was fun. We, uh, he was, he, he was working so hard and it just, it, for me as a meathead gym rat actor, like that's the shit I love to see is somebody taking their craft to such a high level where they're pushing their physical limits and he, he was killing it and she was killing it. And, and oh, it was so cool to be a part of that. It felt like a gym rat movie, you know, just, as I was there watching them work out so hard and, and they had so much more to do than me, but it was so special that we were all in the same gym. We were all just miserable in, in pain and sore. And, and it was, it made me so happy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it, it, it definitely showed in the performances, uh, Definitely, I think the highlight, like physical performance, is uh, uh, Mackenzie. But yeah, Gabriel was was uh, he had he he had a real intense presence, like just the way that uh, he carried himself, and uh, yeah, it, it was really special. And then, of course, because I don't think by the like the last time we talked, I don't think there was any kind of footage out, so I didn't know how Sarah Connor was going to come back into the story. Um, and then, of course, you saw the trailer. And then, of course, you saw, okay, so this is how she's going to be introduced. Were you on set at all for any of that, where she kind of comes around in the in the car and steps out and uses the bazooka? No, that was all filmed other uh, in other places. The only thing I was part of was all the, the opening scene. And okay. Sarah, Sarah, uh, Linda was there the entire time as a uh, consultant to because she was, she was a big part of that scene because the way that she wanted Sarah Connor to react was all her. That was, she basically directed that character. Good, good. And then of course, uh, uh, didn't they, well, the, uh, this would be afterwards, obviously. So maybe not on the filming, but uh, the whole bringing Edward Furlong back, because that was a big thing for everybody. They were like, Oh my God, Edward Furlong's coming back. And uh, something told me deep down because of the way Cameron announced that Eddie Furlong's coming back. I was thinking, all right, he, he said Eddie, he didn't say Edward. So I'm thinking it's just going to be what we know it's going to be, which is a young John Connor. Um, did you at, like come into contact with him at all? Or that's all Ooh, post. I, I didn't, he wasn't part of anything that I did. Okay. Um, and the, the one thing that they were actually thinking about was because Jude looks so much like him they were wondering if they were going to CGI him at all. So there was, they, they were having a little discussion of if they mocap him for some scenes and don't even bother for other scenes. Interesting. Yeah, he but did. He, Cause there's that photo of you and him and yeah, uh, the airport. His mom took that picture. Yeah. I mean that, I mean, just looking at it, I was like, all right, I, I could buy that, that that's John Connor. <laughs> So yeah, they, they 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 probably could have gone that route, but then you would have upset some somebody out there would have been like, wait, that's not John. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, would been, I would have been that guy too. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, dude. Uh, I was really excited to get you back on here because I just wanted to know what you thought about it and and sitting on something like that. So clearly the last time we were talking, you knew this and uh, uh, you didn't give anything away. Like you you kept it a secret and, uh, you know, I'd get a huge lawsuit on my hands. If I <laughs> they, I actually I got in trouble for that photo with me and, and Jude. Really? And, yeah, I had to delete it and tell all the internet websites that I could find to delete it. Um, yeah, it was it was a big deal. Tabloids were going nuts with it. Jeez. Any any, they're very specific about you know no no uh, leaks about anything. So I was super, and even. Um, after um, after Genesis aired, I started using the hashtag Young Terminator on all my all my stuff. Uh-huh. And once I was part of this project, I was told I can't use that hashtag until after the film comes out because it they don't want anyone knowing that I'm back as Young Arnold. They wanted to keep it completely open. So I had to go through, I had to shut my Facebook down for a year just because I didn't want to go through every photo and delete the hashtag. And my Instagram, I went through every, every hashtag that I had and I deleted it. Mm. But, but isn't that crazy that, um, it, like no matter what you do, because I mean, just speaking for myself, uh, I don't know how it came out. Like, I don't know how I found out, but I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, Brett is going to be in the next film. You know what I mean? It's like you can delete all you want, but somehow the stuff still gets out. <laughs> yeah, no, that was me. I announced that I was going to be part of it, but I didn't say what I was doing whatsoever. Oh, uh, okay. So you could say that you were in the film, but you couldn't say what you were doing, like right. character wise. Right, right. Anything that had to do with the story was taboo. So I couldn't even use hashtag Young Terminator, even though I was Young Terminator for the Genesis. Now that it was Dark Fate and it was a different production, I had to delete everything, just so there was no no question out there that I wasn't stepping on someone's toes. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me when I got that email. They were like, yeah, so that might be like a $250,000 lawsuit if you continue to use this hashtag. I was like, oh! Yeah, no problem. Delete. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Yeah, go on. Don't worry. I don't need it. <laughs> Dude, crazy, man. I Oh, man. What's weird about that is that just you saying that it's okay that you can announce that you're in Terminator Dark Fate, but you can't give specifics. That makes sense. But it almost seems like it's counterintuitive because, I mean – not to say that you couldn't be someone else, but the fact that it's a Terminator film and that you're coming back from doing work on a previous Terminator film where you were Arnold's body double, it's yeah. not that hard to put two and two together <laughs> to go that, okay, Brett's probably going to do something that involves being Arnold's body double again. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, ideally for me, I'd be my own T-800 model. That would have been a dream. 
Ideally, dude. Can you imagine that? I'd be like the uh, 102. The T-800-102. <laughs> not the one. Oh, dude. Crazy. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking out hope for you because, I mean, yeah. that's probably the next – like like the next thing like they would be like all right brett's done this twice let's like let's actually give him his own terminator role here and then you now we're talking yeah exactly um so before i let you go uh i i i have to ask you here and i'm sorry to say that i didn't follow through with it and and continue uh watching it but i did watch a few episodes of it like what happened with worst cooks in america (laughs) oh i came in third man I was a semifinalist, and then right before the the finale, um, we had to recreate a dish, and it had mustard greens on it, and I hate mustard greens, and I salted the shit out of them, <laughs> and I oversalted the whole damn dish, and I lost because I oversalted the damn dish. And you were, but no, that was that was a lot of fun. I actually I got a lot of fans from a whole different demographic because of that show which was really cool oh yeah um people on the street would recognize me for that the most out of anything so far um i went out to over this summer i went out to vegas and just i was um hanging around one of the casinos out on the strip and people were coming up to me like hey you are are you i was like yeah i'm i'm brett you're from from where's cooks i was like yeah taking pictures with people and it was incredible it was a, it was a, an experience and then chef ann who was my mentor and judge we kept in contact afterwards and she was really she was special man it was it was cool it was a real cool experience to be part of something that was on tv but wasn't acting and people saw who i real my real personality just a big teddy bear goofball basically and 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 none of that stuff is uh, staged, right? That's all. No, no, it really is. It really people are that dumb and that. Yeah, the the shit that happened on that show was because it happened on that show. Um, some people were trying to amp it up, like they were being fake and they were coming off fake. But it's when they recognize that they usually get you off the show. So the people who are there the longest who stay on the show are the people who are really trying to improve their cooking skills and win this competition and not just there to get some Instagram likes. Okay. And did you get anything for third place or was it just you're out? (laughs) Uh, I got friendships. Hey, there you go. (laughs) Um, No, I I got, um, they they pay you for every episode that you're on a, a minimal amount. But then the the winner got 25k, so that would have been awesome because I was going to drop that right on my mom and be like, "Here, have fun. Oh. Buy, buy your your sewing machine stuff that you love." But you, yeah, but, so. but you can't do that for your uh, for uh, from your uh, dark fate paycheck. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We'll, we'll see how the residuals do. <laughs> so, dude, I, look, uh, I, I appreciate you coming back on. And uh, I hope that uh, even if it's not Terminator, that, uh, you know, we continue to see you and that we actually 
see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not for people. I'm hoping. I've been saying it for for a year now that Marvel, I'm right there. Um, Marvel needs to get me on one of their things. I'm a bad guy, and I'm a good bad guy. <laughs> I'm going for it. If, if Aquaman needs a sequel and Jason Momoa needs a villain, give me that role. There you go, dude. I'll go toe-to-toe, I'll go toe-to-toe with Momoa. Would you do something like, if they're going to do a sequel to uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, would you want to do something like that? <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll do anything, you know, <laughs> But I, I, I just, I've got that idea in my head where Marvel's going to pick me up for something. So I'm putting it out into the universe. There you go, man. I mean, I would definitely be 100% on board for that. Or yeah, DC or something. Yeah, you definitely fit it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope that uh, for people like me who obviously know the, like, the, the insider stuff that, you know, even if it's a CGI Arnold, that there is somebody underneath that making that come to life. Um, that people like general audiences will start to actually definitely get to see your face and not just on a, a cooking show or in a commercial with Ryan Reynolds. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah, yeah dude. I got you. Thanks for that. Yeah, man. Cause you're awesome. Like, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm just letting everybody know that uh, for such a, a, a tough guy, you're, you're like, you're really cool to just chill and talk to. So um, I enjoyed the movie and uh Thank you for bringing a very pivotal scene to life that has divided and 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 just really upset some people. But you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> uh, they'll get over it. Uh, They're just jealous that I got to do it and they didn't. Exactly. <laughs> and that and, and that the T one thousand didn't do it. It was the fact that uh, the another Arnold came back. Oh, really quickly, uh, because thank you for. Uh, do you have any insider info on that? How, like, why was it Arnold that came back and did it? Why wasn't it like a Robert Patrick T-1000? Oh, it was because when Skynet sent back um, Arnold from uh, T-1, they didn't just send one. They sent multiple, but all the same model of um, the T-800-101. So they sent a whole bunch of them at that one time, and the movie only followed the one. So there were others out there still searching for John, uh, for searching for Sarah and John. Gotcha. So they didn't, uh, uh, just in your theory, like, do you think that they sent back multiple T-1000s or just one T-1000? Hmm. <laughs> like that's just what stuck it like stood out to me i was like i'm wondering why this isn't a t-1000 like coming around the corner because that t-800 wasn't sent then that t-800 was sent back in 84 and he was still he's just been searching the entire time right okay that's the way i of it so you don't think they sent back multiple t-1000s no no okay i never, I never actually considered that <laughs> i just want to get an answer i just want to be like all right that's what brett says there is no t1000s out there um, i think if now that i'm thinking about it the so skynet skynet knew that john connor sent back the good terminator in 92 
So I guess they sent one T-1000 back to stop that situation. Okay. One, one for one deal. One for one. See, because that's, that's always how it's sort of been uh, presented is that it's always just been one. Um, right. And then this film obviously kind of goes back on that and says, no, 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 they sent multiple, which a lot of people were like, all right, that makes a little more sense that they would, they wouldn't just leave it all up to one guy. Uh, right. Yeah. They would have sort of like a backup plan. So, all right. Good to yeah. know. And I, I, I like that story promise. I like what they did there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is clever. It's clever. Um, all right, dude. Uh, I, it's, I want to stay in touch with you, even though the films come out now, cause uh, uh, just to see where your career goes and, and uh, get you back on. And I don't know, another 10 months <laughs> and, and see where you're at. Sooner, sooner is fine too, bro. I'm, I'm happy to do this anytime you want. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Alrighty, everybody. This is the answer to the question that Brett posed to me. Brett reached out to Tim Miller, who is, of course, the director of Terminator Dark Fate. And once Tim replied to him, Brett texted me that reply. So this is a direct quote from Tim Miller. Because dogs are very acute judges of human nature. And now that Carl is quote-unquote good, the dog senses that and there's no need for aggression. So that's the answer. No more debating. End of debate. It is confirmed. Uh, Thank you, Brett, for coming on the podcast, first and foremost. And thank you for reaching out to Tim and getting this answer. That was really cool to get that text message. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. That kind of brought everything full circle because Brett was my first real film talent that I had on the podcast back when it was Terminator 101. And he brought the thing full circle by coming back on here and talking all things spoilerific with Terminator Dark Fate. I'll catch every single one of you in the next episode for some more 101.